Hi, everybody. This is Z. And Ronnie. And you're listening to Integrity Radio. Now, I'm just we're just going to call this part two of Brave New World. Not that we, there's a part one Brave New World, but uh, okay, let's just roll with it. <laughs> yeah. So we tried um, somewhat feebly the first time around to sort of uh, try to make comparisons with George Orwell's 1984 uh, with Aldo Huxley's Brave New World. And um, I, I think I stumbled over myself a lot on this one. So what do we do? We turn to Wikipedia, we turn to Google and um, and find someone that says it a little bit more eloquently. So I think uh, we'll share this with you because it was definitely what I was seeing and that is that A Brave New World really has a lot of correlations with today's, um, you know, the, the world we're living in right now. Mm-hmm. And, and it was written in 1931, so um, quite prophetic. And um, it, it, it's actually been a long controversy of, you know, what's more like today, 1984 or Brave New World. You know? Often I think it's one of those psychological questions, you know, they say, yeah, uh, or, or Orwell or Huxley. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, but then, like we were saying before, um, the movies also could have led us in an entirely different direction than what the book would have. Intended, right. So it's comparisons with George Orwell's 1984. Social critic Neil Postman contrasted the words of 1984 and Brave New World in the foreword of his 1985 book, Amusing Ourselves to Death. He writes, What Orwell feared were those who would ban books. What Huxley feared was that there would be no reason to ban a book, for there would be no one who wanted to read one. Orwell feared that those that those who would deprive us of information. Huxley feared those who would give us so much that we would be reduced to passivity and egotism. Orwell feared that the truth would be concealed from us. Huxley feared the truth would be drowned in a sea of irrelevance. Orwell feared we would become a captive culture. Huxley feared we would become a trivial culture, preoccupied with some equivalent of the feelies, the orgy-porgy, and the centrifugal bumble puppy. (laughs) Whatever that is, I don't remember that. As Huxley remarked in A Brave New World Revisited, the civil libertarians and rationalists who are ever on the alert to oppose tyranny failed to take into account man's almost infinite appetite for distractions. In 1984, Orwell added, people are controlled by inflicting pain. In Brave New World, they are controlled by inflicting pleasure. In short, Orwell feared that our fear will ruin us. Huxley feared that our desire will ruin us. Yeah, and that, yeah, so that makes more sense, right? From what I was saying yesterday. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a different take on the, um, you know, what's pleasure and what's pain and that type of thing. I think it's different in 1950 or 1930 than it is now, but it, you know, it's the overall, overall um, pain and pleasure and, and, uh, you know, 
guess it doesn't matter what it is. It's just the concept of it. Yeah, I, I like how it was, uh, how they say Orwell feared we'd become captive culture and Huxley feared we'd become a trivial culture, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, all that, man, that is so poignant. Uh, journalist Christopher Hitchens, probably one of my greatest heroes. Yeah, you know, if I actually had heroes, I don't heroes but you know if there were to be a hero he would be right up there um who himself published several articles in huxley and a book on orwell noted the difference between the two texts in the in the introduction to his 1999 article why americans are not taught history He writes, we dwell in the present tense culture that somehow significantly decided to employ the telling expression, your history, as a choice, reprobation, or insult, and thus elected to speak forgotten volumes about itself. By that standard, the forbidding dystopia of George L. Orwell's 1984 already belongs both as text and as a date with Ur and Mycene, while the hedonist nihilism of Huxley still beckons toward a painless, amusement-sodden, and stress-free consensus. Orwell's was a house of horrors. He seemed to strain credulity because he posited a regime that would go to any lengths to own and possess history, to rewrite and construct it, and to inculate it by means of uh, coercion. Whereas Huxley rightly foresaw that any such, such regime would break because it would not bend. In 1988, four years after 1984, the Soviet Union scrapped its official history curriculum and announced that a newly authorized version was somewhere in the works. This was the the precise moment when the regime conceded its own extinction. For true blissed out and vacant servitude though, you need an otherwise sophisticated society where no serious history is taught. Man, Christopher Hitchens kicks some butt. Man. <laughs> Boy, we're gonna miss Christopher Hitchens. He's passed away. But uh, yeah, that's what he wrote. What do you think of that? Yeah, well, I think he's saying specifically no serious history is taught. So, you know, the future is being taught, which actually doesn't exist, right? And now, which is passing. I mean, the only thing you can know is history. So I think what you're saying, right? It's like, how do you not know history or know anything without knowing history? Yeah. To a a certain extent, right? So, I mean, I think that is so eloquently put, though, uh, you need an otherwise sophisticated society, 
where no serious history is taught. I mean, that's exactly what we have. It's an otherwise sophisticated society, but nobody knows anything, you know. All the sophistication is in this phone. Whatever we want to know, boom, it's in our hands. Right. You know? So we are an otherwise sophisticated society, <laughs> which is, you would wonder how could that even exist? Well, it does because our brain is somewhat dislocated and um, networked, right? right? So, uh, wow. Okay, well, I think we've vindicated our last post where we... Yeah, yeah, we've given some other opinions here. Yeah. All right, well, if you have any other opinions on Brave New World, uh, certainly in comparison to 1984, why don't you just keep them to yourself? (laughs) No, No. just kidding. Just kidding. It's a joke. I would like to hear from you. It would be interesting. Especially because, you know, times are changing, like you were saying in the other app, you know, the times are changing. So, uh, you know. Yeah, it's not the same take on things. That's right. And our perspective changes. So, All right. Well, thanks for listening and stay tuned for more. Integrity Radio. Integrity Radio. Thank you. (laughs)